today on Ag News Daily. You know, you have to remember, FBN's a platform for producers of all types. We work with livestock operations, row crop operations, fresh market operations in California, uh, uh, you know, very, very active across U.S. and Canada in all 50 states. And we deliver products to nearly all 50 states and most of the Canadian you know, provinces as well. Well, listeners, we're getting closer to Thanksgiving. It is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Am I hyping up Thanksgiving too much, Delaney, or is it deserved? Is it your favorite holiday, Tanner? I don't know if I've got a favorite, but uh, I'm looking forward to it this year. I think I'm just ready for the four-day weekend. I just... I'm very tired after traveling the last couple of weeks. So I'm personally just looking forward to some R&R time. I, I also love eating. And maybe that's probably uh, what is the focus of the gathering. Of course, my family does a very good job of making eating one of the high focuses of any time we get together. <laughs> How many calories do you think you eat on Thanksgiving Day? Oh, I don't have a clue. I'm not even good at knowing what I would consume on a normal basis you don't know i'm sure i'm sure it's plenty i'm sure it is too uh the um i don't know what report this is from a consumer report that's literally what it's called so i don't have a better name for it than that but anyway they said that they estimate americans take in about three thousand to forty five hundred calories at their thanksgiving celebrations according to estimates by the calorie control council tanner how do you like that one whoa i don't want anybody controlling my calories <laughs> uh that seems like a lot of that's probably double what most people eat in a normal day so that is why we get wow. so sleepy well that and the tryptophan from the turkey but you know <laughs> well of course the uh pork producers saw that kelly garrett put out his all beef turkey dinner and uh <clears throat> which is kind of an oxymoron right so they came and provided agweb with a turporkin which would be the perfect dish for thanksgiving it would be a trifecta of meats turkey's okay but according to this report this is even better a turporkin is a chicken stuffed inside of a pork loin which is stuffed inside of a turkey with cornbread dressing between each of the layers. So you wrap this with bacon if you want to add another layer of pork. And if you even want the Cajun specialty, you can utilize the seasonings uh, uh, to finish that off. If you put all three of these pieces together, including the fourth, the bacon, it is just under a $100 protein miracle, Delaney. Yeah, I was, as you're describing that, I was thinking, yep, I'd eat that. Absolutely. I think that sounds delicious. I do too. Okay, well, we better move on. You're going to make me hungry here. So what do you well, got? let's get the Bible Absolutely. We've still got strong winds again today. Most of Kansas, according to the National Weather Service, says that they've got gusts from 25 to 35 miles per hour. Some winds may gust up to 45 but would taper off in northwestern Iowa. There's still gusty winds that leads to that increased wildfire spreading risk that is expected to last uh, through most of this week. So we've got pretty breezy conditions almost all the way through Thanksgiving. Uh, when you look at the possibility of fire danger, they really are warning everybody, including consumers, 
to be mindful of how you're cooking your turkey because of the dry and windy conditions it could create a terrible issue for some firefighters to have to deal with so that's what i've got for weather today all right well tanner i have a couple of quick updates here on harvest progress the latest USDA crop progress report reported 93% of the corn crop has been harvested so far, an increase of 5% from this time last year. We USDA did not release an update for soybean acres since last week 95% of soybean acres were harvested and they've indicated harvest is mostly complete and there's going to be some acres that will be abandoned and whatnot, won't get harvested, etc. But uh we do see Kansas, Texas, and North Carolina are now reporting 100% completion, following closely behind Tennessee, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, and Missouri, all reporting 97% completion. So this really is wrapping things up here, Tanner, and certainly an earlier harvest than it seems we've had in years prior. Yeah, I was when you're Thanksgiving, I think there's a lot of operations that are just ready to be done and hoping that is the case for most of our listeners. We do have a team of experts that is analyzing the yield results from this last calendar year. Much of the Midwest had a dry June, which we thought was going to be detrimental. However, we're seeing yields above what has been expected. So now we're trying to track down what the reason is behind those. So we have uh, not experienced a perfect, and I'm using air quotes still, any a perfect corn growing season in quite a while to where maybe we don't even know for sure exactly what a perfect season is. As we look at the Eastern Corn Belt, <clears throat> researchers are looking at their fields and, and analyzing their yields as well as the growing season weather conditions. And some of those Eastern Corn Belt farms set records. For example, there was a hundred acre cornfield as a part of the Corn Watch 2023 tour in central Indiana that rolled out final average yield across the entire farm of 279.8. Dan Quinn of Purdue Extension Office said that he had another field go over 300 bushels per acre. On, a Purdue, uh, on the Purdue Agron Agronomic Research Farm in West Lafayette, Indiana. So officially taking this research into place across all of these fields on the corn tour 2023, there's concern that the dry conditions in June were going to create stress issues. But what the researchers Delaney are finding out right now is the seed genetics are stronger to withstand drought conditions. But what the biggest positive was is it held off disease. Well, the dry conditions allowed for less disease pressure until later in the season, almost after pollination, which was a positive factor, that absence of disease until the late season in many areas allowed farmers to get in and spray fungicide to keep that suppressed. So a big majority of the research right now, Delaney is saying that there was a good start. Some people were delayed by rain in April, but otherwise rainfall was fairly timely throughout the year. We had some cooler stretches even though we had a heat wave, we still had cooler stretches that were able to provide positive opportunities and we stayed away from ear bold. So that's what it sounds like 2023 shaping up like. Uh, Tanner, here's an interesting story for you. Probably the best story I have to report on today. And it's not fake news. It's real. I've verified it from a few stories. But a Republican 
state representative from Florida has introduced House Bill 435, which would go to ban the state making, manufacturing, selling, or distributing cultivated meat. It would also officially make doing any of those things a misdemeanor in this state of Florida. He hopes that Florida will become the first state to adopt this legislation, Tanner. And literally, they will face a misdemeanor, second-degree misdemeanor, with fines of up to $1,000. Meanwhile, establishments selling lab-grown meat could face a business license suspension. Representative Sarosa says that without this legislation, untested, potentially unsafe, and nearly unregulated laboratory-produced meat could be made available in Florida. So he is going to be, hopefully he thinks, the first state to introduce this legislation to ban this type of product. I thought that was very interesting, very strange, but I enjoyed reading that story this morning. Yeah, well, I've just got a couple quick headlines to hit before we wrap up today. Hong Kong is stating that HSBC is actually on track to build their wealth management department to nearly 3,000 by 2025, even though there are economic struggles, what they are seeing is the affluent of China. The richer are getting richer, ladies. So there's a wage gap and earnings gap widening in China. So with that, the Asia-focused bank is recruiting around 1,500 new wealth managers to be the second largest wealth management firm in China. So interesting there to hear that earnings gap, the wealth gap is continuing to increase. We're still going to keep our eye on the USDA as they're looking to create non-traditional markets for ag exports. We continue to see announcements coming out of Tom Vilsack's office looking to put $1.3 billion into new regional agricultural promotional programs. So there will be more details coming out as to how they will seek sales in new markets, including non-traditional destinations and trade partners that we have not worked with before. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on the regional agricultural promotional program. And then obviously we go back to the Gaza region. The deal to release hostages that I reported on yesterday has been executed. They have negotiated the release of 50 to 60 hostages in exchange for a four-day ceasefire. The deal would call for those 50 to 60 women and children uh, to be out safely during that four to five day ceasefire. Former Israeli prime minister told CNN that the tunnels discovered underneath the hospital were built years ago, but that doesn't mean that they couldn't have been used against wartime rulings for the Hamas to build a command hub underneath that hospital. The World Health Organization said that it's appalled after an Israeli tank fired on and hit an Indonesian hospital in northern Gaza, which is controlled by the health ministry and is trying to provide adequate services to those who are injured, wounded, or possibly even worse. So that's what I've got for the last of my headlines today, Delaney. And I think that wraps up my news as well, aside from looking at the markets here. So what do you say we take a look at the overnights? Let's do it. All righty. Well, as we take a look here in the overnights, 
Grains are trying to push higher here. December corn up three cents on the board at 472 and a half. January soybeans up 10 and a quarter at 1377 and a half. Chicago December wheat up two and a quarter cent at 545 and three quarters. December hard red winter wheat up four and a quarter at 614 and three quarters. And December spring wheat up three and three quarters cents at 711. A quick reminder at where livestock closed on the board yesterday, Tanner. December live cattle shed 27 and a half cents, opening this morning at a buck 75.47. January feeder cattle added a dollar 35, will open this morning at 229.85. And December lean hogs shed 62 and a half cents to close and open this morning at 70.35. Tanner, I'm super excited for today's Tech Tuesday conversation, kicking things over to a conversation I had with Charles Barron last week to discuss their new Profectus feed tool for livestock farmers. Catching up with Charles Barron, the co-founder of Farmers Business Network. Charles, super excited to chat with you today. We've talked to a lot of FBN representatives lately, but there is a lot going on at FBN right now. Yeah, well, it's great to see you. So, um, you know, you have to remember FBN's a platform for producers of all types. We work with livestock operations, row crop operations, fresh market operations in California, uh, and, uh, you know, very, very active across U.S. and Canada in all 50 states and we deliver products to nearly all 50 states and most of the Canadian you know provinces as well. So we're a national platform for producers where producers can, you know, get more power and information transparency in buying products and getting loans. We have an expanded financing program with land input, operating and equipment loans. We have an expanded regenerative uh, program with ADM so farmers can get sustainability premiums using their data analytics in FBN and using the FBN grain marketing technology and platform. So there's a host of things a farm can do and the goal of FBN is to help farmers power their businesses online in an interconnected way that gives them a better outcome. Well, I love that. I think that sets the stage nicely to talk about one of the newest tools that's geared directly towards livestock farmers or, or beef farmers. So Profectus Feeds is the new tool that you're launching. Tell us about the tool. Yeah, so um, really this is a, a new approach to n ruminant nutrition. Um, so FBN started in livestock. We have a team of veterinarians as well as nutritionists and nutritional specialists that work with producers, primarily in beef cattle, primarily in the central Midwest, the central plains. So Minnesota through Kansas, Nebraska, and the Dakotas, uh, although we deliver products all over the country. Um, and one of the issues, um, you know, of course, is cattle producers are incredibly sensitive to cost of gain, and carcass quality and herd quality. And what our team had found was that um, the, the conventional approaches to nutrition were limiting. And so based on research that uh, our head of nutrition, Dr. Monty Curley had done um, at the University of Missouri, um, found that you know the aminos were really one of the limiting factors in in gain in gain performance so as opposed to managing towards macronutrients managing towards aminos as the rate limiter has dramatic Im impacts on both the animals you know gain as well as the the health mortality herd loss consistency just across the board improvements um, in the health of the animal so that's been a, a tremendous project. We've started it about a year and a half ago. 
Um, we've been doing several producer trials on farm. We've been doing our own research trials that we've been managing. And our producer trials have started getting the carcass data back from the packers. And it, it's really just been tremendous. So in addition to the savings uh, on, on feed itself, in addition to the mortality and death loss savings that the herd realizes, and then the carcass quality attributes that the packer realizes, it's creating a total value over $127 a head you know, for, for cattle. So tremendous opportunity for pro producers. And what the, the system is, and what the Perfecta system is, is it's both a approach to diet, so it's a diet and ration management system, as well as supplements in terms of specific amino products and supplements that can be added into a vitamin pack or that can be added into a, a ration. So it's a combination of a technology and approach to, to ration management and supplement uh, and, and additives that can work with it as well. So digging into the trials that have been done with some of the producers that you've worked with, how long have they been trialing the system? And you mentioned some of the impact that they've seen, but when you get down to it to a granular level, talk to us a little bit more about maybe the feedback that they've shared with FBN about the system. Yeah, so a lot of, a lot of producers just like you know in, in crops and in cattle, people will typically put a pen or a lot of something into a trial and they'll manage controls so they can, they can really observe it um, very tightly. Um, we started these trials going back almost a year ago, um, you know, in a series of them in Minnesota, uh, as well as on some of our research farms in, um, in, in Illinois. Um, and so just got tremendous results as the producer saw the early animals in the control lots and then have now expanded the program uh, across, you know, across the whole herd um, here um, you know, in the full operation. So producers, it's a natural kind of process of slowly introducing a technology or a feed program and typically they'll run a side-by-side -side with their current program while they introduce a new feed. Um, and it's, it's been great, it's been very good results. So you also mentioned that it's not only the system or the framework to be able to track and manage these things, but it's also maybe adding in additional supplements, aminos, yeah. et cetera. Are some of those products also ones FBN is selling, or are you just partnering with other organizations to help producers find the best fit for their operation? Yeah, so it, those, those are products that FBN sells. So FBN has a feed program, broad feed program for beef cattle as well as swine. And so we provide you know everything from conventional dry mineral uh, supplements to lick tubs, um, you know, in, in the cattle world. So on the Perfecta side, it's really the amino additives that can go into that that um, and be grouped with those with those existing products. So you might find that based on the nutrient analysis and that that they're they're okay, and it's really about readjusting their current products. Or you might find that they have a deficiency in the level of aminos that we'd want to see in the diet, and those can be supplemented and added in and brought back to uh, to baseline. So the platform itself, is it a digital tool that farmers would download on a phone or an iPad, or what does the actual implementation of using Perfectus Feeds look like? Yeah, the, the implementation is working with one of our nutritionists. Uh, they'll work, work with you through the, the, the program. They'll do a diagnostic and go through your, your uh, herd, do a basic you know, nutritional um, program and plan, and then do, a, do an analysis that will then you know, help, help determine how to balance out on the aminos. Charles, I know that you mentioned you already had a feed program uh, within FBN Network, but how did you decide that this was the next step to better serve livestock farmers? Well, it really creates a lot of value. So, you know, you have to look at how else do you create value on the farm. So if, if you simply look at the cost of gain or looking at delivering product for less, there's a limit to the amount of value that a producer can realize. There's a phenomenal increase in the amount of value a producer can realize when you get 
fundamentally better outcomes. So when, when cost of gain goes down dramatically and when outcomes and consistency in the herd and then when you can align that with the interests of the packer and the people downstream from them, um, there is simply more value for the farm to capture. So it's, it's a overall holistically better outcome for the farm. So that's, that's sort of you know, where, where, where the future of nutrition has to go. It's a continued performance of the animal, not just you know, incremental cost improvements on the, the cost of delivering the ingredients. Well, I'll be sure we catch up with the FBN vet that was helps, helping to spearhead this project, as I know he can dig into some of the more specifics. Uh, but Charles, as you look at some of the other products and things that FBN is focused on, as you head into 2024, what are some of the major focuses? Well, right now, um, this is uh, a heavy focus for us on crop protection. So this time of year is Cyber November with FBN. So producers all across the U.S. and Canada are buying their preseason products. Um, we have you know, this is when we typically have very, very good prices uh, for early buying as well as advantage input um, financing rates. Um, so we have new technology that helps chemical planning be made much simpler, go from hours or weeks worth of work um, into minutes, um, something called the acre plan. Um, so acre plan allows the producer to see their entire chemical year. They set their crop, they set their, um, they can set their uh, traits or chemical tolerance. Um, and then they can go pass by pass, tank mix by tank mix, and create the products that, they to, that they're going to need to use. And it helps them do all the math and calculation in terms of rates, in terms of adjusting products and the levels in which they're mixed in that tank mix. So you can see the total cost for the whole year. And this is historically just something that takes a lot of paperwork or a lot of math or producers made their own spreadsheets and it takes them weeks. Then they have to figure out how much of each product they need. Then they go out and try and buy them. And so it does that all in one shot. And you can use preset programs from FBN and we're building more tools so that farmers can customize those programs as well. And then you can see exactly how much it's going to cost. And then it's just a one-click process. You want to buy it all there or you want to wait and you want to buy tank mix by tank mix as you go throughout the year. So that's a brand new technology uh, called Acre Plant at FBN and um, we're really excited to roll that out. And you mentioned you have some cyber deals going on in the yeah. month of November along with Black Friday. I love that you're participating in that. Uh, talk to us about some of those deals producers can sign up for. Yeah, so that's, that's really started just you know, for fun because, um, you know, we I said, you know, hey, people love buying TVs on, on uh, Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And, you know, why don't farmers get to do that, right? Um, you know, uh, why do they have to wait till the end of December to start buying their input? So we started it a couple years ago just to have, have fun with our members. And it turned into something that farmers love to do. Um, so there are a lot of farmers who are very planful. They plan their year out. They want to know exactly what their costs are going to be. They can lock in those costs early. And then they can make marketing decisions with more confidence. Um, and so we've designed a whole set of programs for them. So early buying discounts uh, on a range of crop protection, crop nutrition, biologicals, adjuvants, seed products, um, some cash incentives. And one of the best incentives with FBN is financing rate locks. So you can use FBN, you can lock in your input interest rate um, or your operating loan interest rate for any products bought on FBN. And then you can carry that rate throughout the whole year. And so that rate right now for us is 399, which is a substantial discount to the 8% that a producer would be on at a, at a typical operating note right now. And so they have confidence around their financing that they can use all throughout the year as well. So that's a really something that you know, farmers who, who use credit uh, love a lot. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal that your rate is pretty much cut in half compared to what you might get out on the marketplace. So Yeah, it's, it's a steep discount on the rate and that makes it very easy. And then also it's an all an online loan application process. 
So it's easy for a farmer to get input financing and operating loan or land loans. And in some of our products, we have nearly instant approvals on them as well. So on the operating loan, for example, they can get a million dollar note, get the rate lock, get all their purchasing done, and then they're good to go for the rest of their needs for the farm as well. Well, Charles, before I let you go, we talked about the Perfecta Speed Tool, we talked about financing, we talked about buying those inputs on the cyber deal. What's the best place for our listeners to go to find out all of those things? Uh, it's always FBN.com. So it's all at FBN.com. Um, there's uh, everything we talked about and, and much more. So um, it's very, very, it's all free. FBN members, are, it's free. You don't have to share data to use FBN. You can just use any part of FBN that you want and get started with what makes sense for your operation or give us a call if you need help. Great. Thank you so much, Charles, for joining. Thank you. There we got some livestock news in the mix for our listeners. We got one more day before Thanksgiving, so we'll be back with some more headlines. Right, Delaney? Absolutely. And one more really great conversation tomorrow so that you don't want to miss. So, Tanner, with that, should we let the people go? Let's let them go.